why do so many people believe in aliens and monsters, regardless of whether or not there's much evidence for them? We discuss this and more on this episode of The Overthinkers. Hello, thinking people's thinking people. Welcome to The Overthinkers, home the home of the creative intellectual and the only cult that wants you to think more, not less. I am your host, Joseph Holmes, filmmaker, culture critic, and amateur professional. And with me, as always, is my repulsively rationally rational co-host. Nathan Clarkson, actor, author, filmmaker, and someone who enjoys looking up into the night sky, into dark woods, wondering what could be there. <laughs> and he also likes long walks on the beach. <laughs> I'm staying on brand for this one. You should I'm stay on brand. It's good. One. I like I like how you always make that a point. Yeah, and real quick, before we begin, hey everyone, we've been having tons and tons of fun. If you've been enjoying these podcasts, uh, we're about to dive into a really, really fun topic, and uh, we just have a blast talking about this stuff that's for some reason you guys are interested in too. Two things. One, if you like this, please share it with a friend. We love finding more people who are interested in this, these kind of discussions and uh, in a fun, lighthearted, but interesting and, and deep diving way. So please share this with a friend and please leave a review. It really, really does help us so much to really get this does. podcast out there. So please leave a review, share with your friend, and also join the Overthinkers Facebook group because we are having a lot of these discussions actually pre-episode yep. with all these people who get to give their input so our minds are totally molded by tons and tons of people. Exactly. It's we have lots Facebook. of feedback so if you want to actually shape some of our thoughts yeah. on these discussions that we, we have. We are very impressionable. Exactly. Very impressionable. <laughs> we have money in your hands. Yes. It's on Facebook in the Overthinkers group. We're having a lot of fun so join that. So Joseph, now that all that stuff is out of the way, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about aliens and monsters, Ooh. particularly why people believe in aliens and monsters. Aliens and monsters are everywhere in our movies and TV, obviously, from Superman and Hulk to Spock and E.T. to Godzilla and King Kong, among many others. But a large and growing number of Americans also believe that they exist in real life. Around 14% of Americans believe in some mythical monster like the Sasquatch or Loch Ness Monster, according to Insider. And over half of Americans, including 60% of younger Americans, so the number is growing, believe in aliens. Last year, a somewhat ironic internet meme started, which encouraged people to storm Area 51. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Remember that? Something that eventually evolved into an alien-themed party in the Nevada desert, which was attended by around 6,000 people. There are some evidence that we're becoming more likely to believe in monsters and aliens as we become less religious. According to the New York Times piece, don't believe in God, maybe you'll try UFOs. People mm -hmm. who don't go to church are far more likely to believe in ghosts and unsupported UFO sightings than churchgoers. Many scientists believe in aliens, but others don't, and almost none believe in mystical monsters. So the question is, why is the, this belief in these things so attractive, and why is it growing? Nathan Clarkson. Yes. Why do you think that so many people believe in alien sightings and monsters? Do you believe aliens have visited Earth? And if so, why is the answer Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> Most answers now are Elon Musk. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. So. <laughs> and we are, we are required by law to say that now. Exactly, yes. <laughs> but um, I, this is an interesting question, and it's, it's one I'm excited to dive into because it is interesting to me how many rational people I know, how many right. intelligent people I know um, who really love entering this question and, and very often are the ones who believe in aliens and monsters. Right. There's something about them. And, and the thing is, you look back through history, 
aliens and monsters aren't this new thing that oh, only gosh, happened yeah. after movies. We can see from the beginning of civilization, we have these tales uh, that yeah. were told around the fireplace when all we, you know, we could do to communicate was, was grunt. We were grunting about uh, monsters in yeah. the dark. I mean, you look throughout all of history and in the Middle Ages, you, you have these stories about monsters yeah. and, um, and, and and how they would, they what they would do, their, the, the lore behind them, yeah. what was happening. Um, and then all of a sudden you get into the 20th century and suddenly space travel becomes um, right. uh, a reality. And suddenly the new monsters are aliens. Right. And by monsters, I mean the things in the dark we don't know about. Right. The things that are beyond our understanding that lay in the dark. The boogeyman, the Babadook. Yes. Exactly. And, the, and now the new thing in the dark that we don't know about is aliens. So I really think aliens and monsters really kind of take up the same space as far as uh, subject matter for as far as I'm concerned they are the same thing so gotcha. the, that, the unknown the unknown creature and that didn't answer your question at all whether no, I not even, them. but it was interesting <laughs> but it was entertaining yes. so there's a lot of preamble <laughs> to say that um, you know it is interesting to me I have delved I've definitely uh, dived divin Divided, divided, I have divided down YouTube and Reddit and article holes, looking into the you know uh, the facts behind uh, Bigfoot or sure. Loch Ness monster or whatever these things are. Yeah. You know some of these myths that we find in books stretching back a thousand years. So this does interest me, um, but I do think what's more interesting is why. We believe and why we're obsessed with these things. We have very little evidence and proof for. We have right. shows about how real these are. We have people, intelligent people, who believe in these things. Uh, and then that, that I'll, I guess that's a different conversation than, than the aliens one. But intelligent people right. spend a lot of time looking at whether there are monsters or not. Well, that's, that's a good point because regardless of whether you think you have evidence for it or not, there's a lot of things we have evidence for more evidence for than yes, aliens and monsters yes, and yet it. doesn't occupy as much headspace. Yes. Especially from intelligent right. people. Right. And so on the monsters front, I don't know, maybe there's unknown species and stuff. I would hardly think that it's going to be looking like Sasquatch. I think sure. that what it really did is it showed how humans are so willing to believe in new and interesting things that they right. don't know about. I think that's more interesting phenomenon that happened there when, you know, the pictures of Sasquatch came out. Right. I don't really think there's a Sasquatch, but if there is, um, interesting, we should go look for it, but it's more interesting to me to see how the people reacted to the picture right. of Sasquatch and, and what it And how did they react? Um, there is entire swaths of websites <laughs> and people who are on the internet who are dedicated to this belief and looking for their shows about people who've dedicated their lives searching for monsters. And by the wow. way, none of them have found anything, <laughs> but that has not stopped them because right. something about the search gives their lives meaning. Right. Now, when it comes to aliens, this is interesting phenomena altogether because um we, we we really can't know and sure, yeah. you know a lot of even scientists you know uh are, are the ones i think as neil degrasse tyson saying of yeah. course is intelligent life outside of earth right um to me i don't think there is sure and you know you heard it here folks nathan clarkson doesn't believe he's, a, he's an aliens denier <laughs> yes, that's right. i'm an alien atheist really <laughs> alatheist 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 and the reason being is as I've done study and search into just the sheer, um, uh, the sheer amount of, uh, how, do, how do I say this? The, the, the sheer improbability there we go. of life existing anywhere in the universe at all. Yeah, and, and the, in the improbability that even the intelligent life that we have on earth, it's so infinitesimally yeah. um, uh, unlikely yeah. that it, it really, there's the, 
just looking at mathematics and statistics, yeah. there is almost no way that no, the, we would happen or that it ever happened again elsewhere. Right. I think there's the, life, you know, maybe like... A, well, sure, sure. Bacteria or exactly. water or things like that. But you know. intelligent life? No, I don't. No, there was an Atlantic article, I think it was in two, 2018, that was talking about that whole thing about, you know, it was something like, you know, how, like, maybe we'll have to just, just figure out a way to find meaning without gods and aliens. And they were talking about how, you know, like the math is starting to look like, yeah. you know, uh, and it becoming more and more certain that it's that, the likelihood of intelligent life anywhere is just so infinitesimally small. Yeah. Um, and the thing is people get very wowed by the size of the universe. Yes. And be like, well, it's so big. Of course there must be life out possible. there. Anything yeah. is possible. And that's true. Anything is possible. But again, the math is even bigger, the odds yes. of it happening. And so you're right. I sort of come down with you on the likelihood is unlikely and that we can get into this um, a little bit more some of the other implications of what if it was or, or not depending on depending on where our whims take us yeah but <laughs> i do want to touch on what you you said earlier because he's like okay if why do people really want this to be true um regardless of the evidence for are you it? speaking about monsters or aliens i or think both? both i think okay. both i think both um because it, like it, like you said you know the the i mean again, like you know a lot of people believe in the aliens because like they don't because um, they because they see the math it's like well of course it's like you know like so the sure. universe is so big. It's infinite, <laughs> then it must rearrange infinitely at some point. So we right. have so like there's that there's that there's that argument, but with monsters is a little bit different. But it's still like we don't know, but people won't really want to believe it. And why is that? And I think you know you, you hit on a couple of things. One is you're right. The 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 unknown creature is a huge part of the human psyche. At one thing, it was interesting. There was an article. It's a good way to put it. The unknown creature. Yeah. It, it, thank you. I all came up with all myself. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but the the. Uh, but it's, it's, it, we have it all the way back. I mean, you know, like, you know the Babylonian, uh, Mesopotamian religions, you know, had Marduk, you know, fighting, wow. had, who had to, who was like, a, had eyes all around his head and he had to go out and be the god that slayed the monster in the forest. And like, that's, you know, and that's the thing, it's like one of the things, like there was a, an article that criticized Stranger Things at one point because it was like, mm. it was like, they accused it of being colonialist because it was like, oh, you have these, people going off to this other like this this dark woods over there to hunt these creatures and oh, so and saying we're inherently better so and, they should die and, and, and I, was like, I was like your 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 memory is too short because it's not a, like the idea of going off into the forest and fighting a monster goes back way longer than colonialism interesting so that's just more human yes exactly human beings from the very beginning have been these, you know, cluster of creatures who had monsters out there they didn't know about, and they had to have brave people who were able to fight them off if mm. they were going to survive. And so I think it's very ingrained in our, you know, relationship to ourselves and our psyche. I think that also, it's, I think it also, though, there is a desire, there's a desire in everybody for the, a universe that something more to discover. Yes. And also something um, not to be alone Yes. And not to feel alone and to also have something that you feel awed by. Because once you've discovered everything, it's like everything kind of doesn't feel awe-inspiring. Anymore. I remember as a kid, when I when my mom told me that every country had been discovered, yeah. I remember I remember being depressed as a kid. Right? I was so sad because there was nothing new to discover or understand. What do they call if they say is Star Trek? Is it space the final frontier? Yeah. And so that whole thing about okay, I, I need something. It's beautiful. C.S. Lewis actually in his space trilogy, he's he had a one of the aliens talk to a Ransom and say, you know, you don't have any other creatures to talk to other than mm. humans. How lonely you must be! And like, no wonder, you know, he started to think maybe that's why we anthropomorphize animals 
because we're really supposed to talk to angels and other things, not just have human and God. We're supposed to be able to talk to God. We're supposed to be able to talk to angels and not just human beings. So that was a theory of C.S. Lewis. He had to say that human beings are existentially lonely. And we want there to be something else. I, I concur. That, and that's the thing is that you talk, it's like, you know, aliens are different from monsters. And in some ways, actually, what's interesting, sorry, uh, is that a lot of times our monsters today are actually turn out to be good in our media. It's like, give me an example. Well, like um, recent animated film Bigfoot, which, or, or Smallfoot, excuse me, Smallfoot, was all about how there's, oh, there's the, there's the humans, they discover the yetis, and the yetis discover humans, and they think that each other is monsters, and they find out each other is actually friendly, or how to train your dragon. You know, which is like, oh, the things that we thought were monsters are actually, you know, friendly or the, will help us fight the, 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 real, the, monster. oh, the real monsters, which is <laughs> the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you have, uh, and then you have, okay, it's, again, you know, the, um, whatchamacallit, the uh, uh, Twilight, which is all about the monsters are yes. actually the good people. And I think it's interesting. I think as we become, you know, this is sort of my Christian showing, as we become a society that's you know, where, where we are losing God, we do want more to have creatures, other larger than life, awe-inspiring people uh, that we can have relationships with that um, are good. It's interesting. It, I think we want, we want to believe in something powerful. Yes. That's good. It's interesting you bring up Twilight, and who would have ever thought we'd be talking about Twilight, <laughs> the deep implications <laughs> you know, of Yes, exactly. But Twilight, you have here two um, traditionally... Uh, bad yeah. creatures. You you have I could have said that better, more intelligently, but that's how it came out. <laughs> you you have uh, vampires <laughs> and werewolves. Yes, these have always in all the lore throughout history have been bad. You watch out for the vampires; they're going to suck yeah. your blood and kill you and take your life. And you have the werewolves who are going to devour you alive. Right. And all of a sudden, you have a, a vampire and a werewolf vying for the attention, right. the romantic attention of our lead character. And it's, it's the thing is, it's not only these are characters that are beautiful and amazing and powerful and admire them, but they want to have relationships with us. Interesting. You know, it seems, I've noticed this about this podcast, it does seem we come down to your you're starting to get our worldview. Like, we can try to hide it all. Well, we if, it, if it's like 20 episodes, you should start to find a pattern by now. <laughs> well, but there is a pattern, and the pattern, what I've noticed is very often we talk about the intrinsic human desire for more. Yes. To, and this, the mantras and aliens, I think, again, I hate to be um, to redundant to yes. some of our other podcasts, but I do think that it really does come, come down to this deeply ingrained intrinsic desire within humans to want to believe that there's more. That yeah. when you look into the dark, there's more than just a void. Right. And we have gotten rid of God for, in large part, in much right. of our society. Well, at the very least, our society, we do not see the presence of God in a way that our, our previous eras we had. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that's why pretty much since, I don't know, I'd say probably the 60s or 70s, yeah. even before then, even before that, yeah. but you see monster movies coming yeah. out and, and very often they were bad. And like you said, it's interesting to see that turn where they're good, but I do think that people want to see that there is more. Yeah. And I think it's both. I think one, we want to see them, we want something powerful in the dark that's more that gives us meaning that there's something more than the void that is good. But I also think we we want there to be something bad in the dark. Yeah. Because one, it gives us um, yes. an ultimate evil to fight against. Yes. And maybe even something to blame for uh, the the darkness in the world. No, I think I think that that's what is true. Something to project the darkness of the world onto. And but the goodness. Also, yeah. yeah. But again, we also like the thing, we want to have something to admire but we also want to be admiring worthy you know i think that's one of the things i mean you, you talk mm. about um uh you know in jaws one of the things that uh in the movie jaws what's fascinating is that 
that's really a story about someone in modern society, a man in modern society, finding a dragon to slay. And, mm. and he's able to sort of show his own manhood and his own, like, that he's a really, he's a good father who can protect his family. Um, and that, interesting, that is so intrinsic. I remember one of the, the very first picture books I can remember as a kid, maybe like four or five, six, reading this, is St. George and the Dragon. Yes. The yep. story, I don't know if you ever saw this picture, but it's beautifully drawn. Oh, I did, I, I remember, yeah. Get a copy, it's gorgeously drawn. Yep. Um, but I loved it because there was something in me that yep. wanted to fight a dragon, that wanted to take yes. on the evil of the world. At, at five or six years old, right. and conquer him. I remember the sword, I remember the dragon, I remember him slaying it to save the fair maiden. Right. There's something in us that wants to have a dragon to slay, and I think monsters and aliens, at least monsters, give us that. Well, that's the thing, is that you see that, and it's one thing, because like it's, it's a couple of different questions here, because on the one hand, it's easy to understand why is it that we put them in our stories because there are mm. interesting ways to explore our human needs. Yes. Like, you know, again, you know, with Superman, as we've talked about before, we love Superman and you can say, okay, by making him an alien, you can do a sort of reductio ad absurdum idea of the ultimate immigrant. And for all those, you know, people who don't, I, I understood what that meant, but, <laughs> but for all the people who didn't understand what that meant. Oh yes. Uh, it's, you're able to, how do you explain reductio ad absurdum? <laughs> it's like, no, you just, you take the idea to a logical extreme. Gotcha. So it's like I mean, they are. You, you, I know. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but I, just like in in and all in Star Trek did this all the time, where it's like, okay, I'm going to talk about racism by talking about putting it in the context of aliens who you know are look exactly the same except for one infinitesimal difference. And with that, you can talk about racism taking it out of our own context so we can see it more objectively in a different kind of in, uh, perspective, different perspective on it. So you know, so obviously doing sci-fi and doing fantasy and doing uh, and doing uh, you know monsters and things like that as representatives of these human needs and these human impulses is one thing, but it is fascinating to have people who are like, no, I really want to believe that these things are literally true, and they dedicate their life. It, dedicate it's their always interesting to, to me, yes, especially on the alien front. How right. you know, I, I listen to, I like to enjoy listening to scientists and philosophers yeah. talk about these things. It's inter interesting to me, especially the more atheistic right. um, scientists and philosophers who are so adverse to believing in an intelligent mind behind the universe, right. who then posit, well, an intelligent mind didn't create, there's no way, there's, they're yeah. atheists, there's no way an intelligent mind could have created the universe. But there's probably tons intelligent of aliens, aliens yes. might have. So it's interesting to me that they get rid of one, okay, fine, you, you can have that belief about, it's too right. um, extreme to believe that intelligent mind created all this. But then you go directly and go, let's search for something else intelligent out right. there in the dark in the universe. So that is an interesting phenomenon to me. Yeah. And I think it, again, shows back to this, it goes back to this desire in all of us to believe there's more in the dark. And not just a desire, I think that, so a human being's mind is built to see patterns. Mm. And I think that one of the things that you, people look at the universe and they see something, they see a universe of patterns. And patterns to us, uh, you know, to us mean meaning yes. and it means order it means structure and i think that you know you people argue well, well that doesn't actually exist you're simply imposing that on it and fair but it is sort of intrinsically the human being is wired to see order in things and when you see order you want to find intelligence and that's why people are like oh well the aliens must have done it if it mm. looks intelligent god didn't do it the aliens did it and again where i'm not saying that you know either aliens didn't do it or that god did do it I'm just saying it is fascinating that when people, and there are many Christians who also believe in aliens too and stuff like that, but it just, it is fascinating the pattern that the more you take God out of it, the more aliens come in. Well, it's interesting. You see all these, um, and this is one of the holes I, I 
David down uh, in one of my late night uh, searches. Maybe Dove. YouTube. Dove into? I don't know. Well, it just seems too boring. I'm yeah, I guess. Dive David, yes. Dive <laughs> But it was about... We'll put that on a t-shirt. We'll do the Over the Bigger's merch and do Dive It. Dive It, yes. <laughs> if you want that, write us. Exactly, yes. Um, but it, I did this. I watched this documentary a while ago and then continued the dive about all these sites around the yes. world that have, have... There's one in... Uh, South America, not yeah. one. There's many in South America where they had these unexplained things that happen. Then they right. have the pyramids, obviously. Right. In North Africa, then you have um, you have Stonehenge in right. England, and you have all these. And you know, as I'm watching, I'm going, I mean, that, that there could be a lot of reasons. Yeah. This, or this is built, or maybe they had technology. Or people were smart back in the past too. And I'm like, <laughs> really, that the, the Stonehenge? There's no way the stones were dragged. I, mean, I don't know. People, people were pretty. You know, we have lots of creative ideas, but right. it's interesting to me that we jump directly to no 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 it's not people there's no i mean all you know natural, <laughs> in a natural society it's not people do you know what it is aliens yeah aliens built a pyramid stonehenge and the south american spiritual sites right it's so interesting that we're so quick to go there um yeah i don't know it's just an interesting human phenomenon that we yeah it is and i think that that the 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 i you know again you know i think that there it fits within the worldview that seems plausible in a modern day because yeah. we are, because again, previous eras were used to the idea of an enchanted universe, mm. or a universe where it's like you know, there's fairies under there's everything. fairies exactly, yeah. exactly. That was that was where people, what people believed in. And as we despiritualized things, we're still populating the universe. But we're populating the universe with things that seem plausible from a materialistic context. That's a great way to say it. It, it is interesting to me because we we look back at these cultures, whether it's yeah. Aztec, Mayan, right. Egyptian, uh, Celtic. And we say, oh my goodness, we are so much more uh, advanced than right. we figured things out. Right. They didn't know what they're talking about. And, you know, these are the, by the way, the civilizations who we posit aliens having built their right. things. Yes. <laughs> and so it seems to me this really, like, kind of hypocritical. Yeah. These idiots believed in mantras in the dark when really it was aliens <laughs> building all their <laughs> exactly. stuff. Yes. And so it is interesting to see that happen. That yes, the alien means. of the gaps. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. There's another t-shirt I'm right sure, there. exactly, exactly. Hey, <laughs> you know, guys, seriously, if you want us to make merch, like, let us know. <laughs> yeah. We are poor, starving podcasters. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, no, so I think, no, I think it's interesting. Now let's, you know, just, you know, in the time we have left, I'm interested, if you want to go in a particular, different direction, that's fine, but interested... <clears throat> What would it change about your worldview if aliens did turn out to exist? Interesting. Well, and I'll add to that. Oh, yeah. Aliens and monsters. Aliens and, and monsters, And yes. why I say this is because very often the um, Sasquatch and a lot of these monsters are human-esque. Right. They're somewhere in between human and animal. And By so the way, I, I should say something. I know that there are many Christians who think that the alien sightings are demons. Could be. I just haven't read, watched the documentaries or read the things, so I can't yeah. comment on it. So, you know, I, I haven't done the research on that, so I don't have an opinion. But, so, just I want to... How would it change my... How would it change if it was, like, actually material aliens? Because, like, for me, I'll just give a sort of example. For me, I have this whole question, and I've talked about this on the, the Overthinkers thread, where it's like, okay, well, if we encountered aliens, would they be sinless? Because, you know, sin came... You know, as a Christian, I'm thinking sin came through Adam and Eve, and so I was like, okay... Would they then be sinless? Or did they have their own fault? If so, did they have their own? Did God send Jesus to them too? Or was like, the entire universe suddenly suddenly corrupted by our yeah. decision? And does that mean we need to do interstellar evangelism? You know, that sounds pretty cool. It does like, it. Like <laughs> so somebody get on that as like a Christian TV yeah, whether show. It's, like, whether it's space SpaceX or um or Richard Branson's one, uh, I think it's just called Space, and they're like 
getting travel to like Mars. Exactly. Yes. They're exactly. going to do like civilian travel. I think that I'm going to start a whole ministry exactly. to evangelize. I'm going to start believing in yep. aliens just so I can have an excuse. But make to... sure that you don't learn anything about their cultures before you start. <laughs> yeah. And impose my religion exactly. upon me. Yes. Um, what would that change? You know, we had this discussion on the Overthinkers uh, Facebook group. And for me, and, and there are some good disagreements and good um, input from a lot of different people who have different views. So you have to check those out. But for me, it wouldn't change much. Sure, yeah. I think I approach life, even my faith, from a from a view of, you know, as a as a as a youngster, as a teen, as a young man, I thought I knew everything. Right. You know, I, I went to uh, the worldview camp and I, <laughs> and I got it all. I figured it all out. And for me now, as I grow and I learned, I, I still hold very strongly to my faith. But I've also, the more I grow in my faith and it, just in in reading in general, I mean, in my intelligence or anything, what I find is, oh wow, I really don't know as much as I yeah. think. There's always something new. I'm going, wow, that blows my mind. Uh, I don't know how this could be. And so I guess my whole belief and faith in God is that there's an intelligent mind who does know right. how all this works. And I can, you know, I can spend my life trying, I'm going to, to understand more and more and more, but ultimately be it monsters or aliens. If there is, I don't think it would change much of my initial uh, view of God, which is Okay, well, he obviously knows what's going on. I, I don't need to, but I don't think that would change. It wouldn't have many implications for my faith. There's a few things I'd be interested in, like, oh, what's this mean? How's this work? But ultimately, I come to, well, I believe there's a, a will and a mind behind the universe, and right. that will and that mind, who is God, right. obviously knows what they're doing. I, I'm not going to worry about it too much. I'll just enjoy figuring it out, but it wouldn't change my faith. Ultimately. Right. I think again, it's one of those things where that, that question, in a sense, I brought the question up, but it is kind of a dumb question because when you're saying, what would aliens mean? It's like, well, what kind of aliens? Like, what, what, what are you talking yeah. about? Is it going to be a bug? Yeah. Exactly. Is it exa exactly? Is it going to be independence? Now, see, when you say alien, I see gray, uh, you know, <laughs> sure. Egghead, big right. black eyes, but it's like it could, they could look like Spock. I mean, like you know, honestly, like, that would be cool. It would be cool, but honestly, like you know, like I, 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 I think that if there are aliens, they probably are either nothing like us or almost exactly like us. That's because, pretty good yeah. because it's like again, the odds of intelligent life existing are like the conditions are so specific. Yes, that like if you're going to have intelligent life at all, it would have to be almost identical conditions to what we have. That's a really good point. And so they would almost be almost identical to us. And so what about monsters? What if they find okay. <laughs> that Sasquatch is real and he's half human, half, you know, monster? Right. Well, the thing, then you have the, well, you have a bunch of other questions where it's like, okay, like, well, we aren't unacquainted with, um, you know, strange beasts and creatures. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, you know, underwater, there's probably a lot of creatures that we've not discovered yet. And so it's like, if... You know, if the monster is intelligent in the way we talk about humans being intelligent, that poses different questions. Sure. You know, that poses different questions. You know, uh, you know what you believe about evolution and how that works and what the – now, if you have creatures that are, that are not humans that have many of the attributes we associate with humanity, then you have to ask different questions about what makes man unique, what makes man different from – just like the question of what man's man, makes man different from animals is our rationality, is the fact that we use tools. That would be an interesting look into what, what makes us uniquely what, man. What, what makes a human. And that's – I think that, you know, so I think – but those, again, are the questions you have to answer when you actually encounter the thing. Yeah. Because not, you don't – We can have fun positive. Sure. Like but I think if you, if you do have something that's exactly as intelligent as you, then um, – then 
uh, intelligent as you, as everything we associate, then you ask the question, what makes me unique? It does anything make me unique? But those are the questions you have to ask at that sort of time. But the thing is, a lot of times these creatures, you know, they have the monsters, they basically create, uh, because they use their imagination, they basically make them humans, but with all of their sort of attributes they wish they had. Yeah, and so that's what we're, we're and so oftentimes again you have these things in the 1960s like with movies like you know the day the earth stood still you mm-hmm. had the alien coming down and basically condemning humanity for not living up to you know secular humanist 21st 20th century ideals and so he wasn't really an alien that was projection of human judgment upon humanity interesting and so it's really hard to say like well if that happened if we found people who were exactly like us humans except they were perfect that would say something about that but i don't know if we live in that universe it's interesting this reminds me a little bit of and this is a whole nother thread but yes. another podcast but of the movie the village have you, have you seen the village i have not seen the village i do you know anything about i the know village? i know a lot about it yes do you know the twist i do know the twist okay so, yes okay so guys spoilers if you haven't seen the village and you want to it's really old you should have seen it you too joseph yes I, if, I i feel shame i feel but, shame. <laughs> but essentially it's a movie about a, a small village and, and they stay in their village because of the monsters in the trees. Right. And it turns out that all the monsters are fake and just are being used by people who right. want to keep, who have an interest in keeping this small village scared and where they are. So they use monsters and the belief of monsters to scare them from ever leaving their borders. Right. Which is interesting. So, you know, that ultimately it's interesting to think about, modern culture and us taking off the mask of the monsters yeah. every scooby-doo episode right hey guess who it was after all it yeah. was these things that are utilizing not just for fear which is very often what you see in these but are we utilize them for our own gains yeah um uh, which is yeah i don't know what that interests me but it does interest I, me that we yeah we're unwilling to take the mask off the monster and see that our own humanity yes. and desires we were the monster are there. the whole time. We were the monster, uh, which is very much the shape of water kind of message. Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it's not bad. Oh, fun fact. Yes, we were actually. Out- <laughs> You're gonna tell this story. He's gonna tell the story. Okay, all right, and then we'll move to blessings and curses. Yes, I'll say I'll say I'll I'll wrap up after this, and then we'll do blessings and curses. Okay, so I have one point I want. This make, is yeah. a fun story. We wanted to get Doug Jones. Yes. Who plays, he's been the scary monster in many, many famous right. stories. Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, and including in, in Shape of Water. Shape yes. of Water, where he, Oscar nominated film, many people know about it. Yeah. He played the monster fish right. in that. Um, and he's a really interesting guy. He has a lot of interesting thoughts on faith. Um, and so we really wanted to get him on. So I went on Instagram and I shot him a message. As you do. And it, I shot Doug Jones a message. Hey, you want to come on the podcast? It was much fun to have you. You know, big fan. And I got a message back. And I was like, oh my goodness. I got a message back from Doug Jones. So exciting. I open it and it says, hi, uh, Doug Jones here from the Doug Jones. I think he's a senator in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I think you got the wrong Doug Jones, but I wish you luck with your podcast. <laughs> So we got an official endorsement from a politician who wishes us luck with our with our podcast. It's not Doug Jones, the actor, who hopefully will respond at some point. But we did get a response from the Alabama, you know, Senator Baby Doug Steps. Jones. Yeah, Baby, baby Steps. Exactly. <laughs> no, so I'll say this is this thing, and this is you know one of the things is is the idea that people you know are disappointed. The idea that maybe we don't live in a universe with aliens since we're alone, and we don't live in an enchanted universe in that same way. Um, but I think it's actually really exciting if we're not, uh, if we are alone in the universe, mm. because I think that the idea of space travel in a world where, you know, we can keep going 
after the far reach to space and keep discovering things and yeah. keep um, finding new places, new playground, new, new, cause you know, God talks about, you know, placing us in the garden to steward it and, you know, to build and build be cities fruitful and multiply. be fruitful and multiply. And the fact that it's not just this planet we get to be fruitful and multiply on and to steward and take care of and to build cities that uh, glorify God an ark that glorifies God. And we have a much bigger canvas to do that. In. To image his beauty throughout all throughout the universe. All the universe is a really exciting idea to me. Well, it's interestingly enough, and we'll wrap up. Um, I just, I'm getting to this whole study. We'll do a whole podcast on this about what heaven's going to be like. Hmm. And someone posited that in, uh, in the new earth, new creation, yeah. um, that well, the afterlife, ultimately, right, right, yeah. that, that God, you allow us to visit and, explore endlessly throughout the universe he created that yeah. he, he created this universe and he said it was good and so without sin and brokenness right get in our way we have all of eternity to go and explore and create and build throughout the universe which i thought was a really cool thought i don't know if it's theologically sound or not i'm still doing my research but i think it's pretty cool that's fantastic awesome well thank you everybody now we are back on to one of our favorite segments, the blesses and curses oh, of I have the a week. Lot. And we have so many fun blesses today. I have, yes. a, I have a lot. We're of... talking about monsters and aliens, and so like we have things we can talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, I, wrote, I wrote a good amount down because I always forget. Um, I'm gonna, I'll go first. So, oh, would, you like to, would you like to go first, Nathan? Yeah, 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 yeah it's fine. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm really like, excited for this, so I'm like, <laughs> jumping up a bit. Um, so a, a few of, I really do, as much as I say, I don't believe in aliens and monsters out there, I really do like monster and alien movies oh absolutely because it's interesting to me still to ask that question so that must mean i'm still human yeah. and i want to know that there's more in the dark so a few of them i thought 10 cloverfield lane was a really excellent really good excellent movie, movie for just on uh an actor scale incredible yep. performances yep it takes place mostly in one location yep. and you you don't think about this but it, that one location is so interesting the entire time you don't even really think about it just being one place yeah. And how um, scary it yeah. is, and it's really all scary because of what you do not see, and that's all yeah. I'll say. And I think it's such a it goes exactly into what we were talking about today. So, Tin Cloverfield Lane is fantastic. Um, another one, and I, I mentioned one of his movies earlier. Uh, I'll mention both again. Why not? Is Signs? It's one of my favorite movies. Signs is you know a, he he had a fall from grace, I guess, with a lot of people. I always loved M Night, M. Night Shyamalan. I thought his movies were really interesting. The way he thought about world, the way the the questions he posited. Um, Signs is so good. Again, amazing acting, amazing concept. I had nightmares for for, <laughs> for weeks. Yeah, not nightmares, but it kept me up just thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, of the things I saw in Signs, so beautifully done. I really love that movie. So let me say one thing about Signs. Yeah. what we were talking about. The Signs really gets on that idea of the impulse of aliens is in many ways the same impulse of religion of looking at the universe and saying there's meaning here and there's order yes. here. And so that hits on that and they discuss that and articulate that in the story through the characters and so in a way that's that's very beautiful. That's one of why it's one of my favorite movies. And by the way, when I see a when anyone says alien in <laughs> that that's is, what you see. That's yeah. what I see exactly. Yeah. Um uh, there's a documentary. Oh, oh wait, no, no, I'm saving that for. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's my curse. Um, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, but my next bless is um, the Space Trilogy ooh. by C.S. Lewis. This is a, a, a series of books. C.S. Lewis is obviously known to many of you for having written Narnia. And those are kind of his fiction pieces, uh, right. Outside of the Screw Tape Letters and uh, Till We Have Faces, but um, 
The Space Trilogy was a trilogy of books he wrote that take place on other planets with yep. aliens and whole different worlds. And he somehow does this from a, a Christian perspective. Yeah. And is very strong. And he, he wrestled with questions of faith. And yep. it's just really interesting. The way it's written is engrossing. A lot of people don't like it. I really, really do. Um, it, it's Pel- Perilandra. Uh, out of the silent, silent planet and i think that was that's the first one. and um that hideous drink really good have you have you read them i have for my family they were it was basically they said look as a kid you can read narnia when you become an adult once you become a man you're allowed <laughs> to read the space trilogy which by the way i have i know people are going to say this yes c.s lewis would have hated the term the space trilogy because really? because well he literally in the in the out of the silent planet he puts down people who talk about deep heaven as space deep heaven i'm gonna start calling it well, I, looked, I gazed up into the deep, deep heavens, heavens today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, That He Is Strength is, is one of my, my favorite favorite uh, books uh, to, today. And it's, it's really so incredible. Yeah, yeah, and he's one of my, I'm very biased because he, he's just such a great yeah. writer, but he, he knocked it out of the park with yeah. those. Um, you got your pens. We got all these greats, you know, uh, alien and monster books. And really, movies. though, yeah. the, these are great. Um, and, and I'll mention The Village, too, just to complete my yeah. Shaman. If you're talking about monster movies, yeah. it's a brilliantly shot, brilliantly acted, brilliantly conceived. Other people don't like it. Again, I loved it. I think it. I think aesthetically, it's just so interesting, and even the implications for how humans work. Yeah. Um, so please watch those. They're really interesting. As far as my curse, this is not a strong curse. I actually enjoyed it, but it, it it's it's a documentary called. John was trying to contact aliens. Oh, I remember this one. It was really interesting. It is interesting. It's, but I think to me, my problem with a lot of media now is it doesn't know how to end. Yeah. It doesn't know how to have any opinion in any way that brings any satisfactory completion to, uh, yeah. So it was interesting. It, it, by the way, it's not really about aliens. So be warned. What? Yeah. So I, I wanted, I wanted to watch something about aliens. Um, and it was mostly, about um this guy john and his life and conspiracies and his personality is he lying is he not it is interesting but i wanted more of a, yeah. a satisfying ending so it's not a heavy curse not even a curse necessarily but it i wanted more of an ending um and then a, a real heavy curse is pretty much every sasquatch hunting <laughs> show on the id channel or discovery channel <laughs> guys these people need you know, they help. need help. Got a reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so those are my curses. Yeah. There's there's a certain point. There's a, like there's a documentary one point sort of on bullying where they were documenting bullying and they were kind of like at a certain point they were kind of like, do we intervene at some? I always point? wonder about you know, that. Do we like, have a responsibility to, to intervene in this case? Interesting. And I think there's a certain sense in which it's like you're making money off of people's troubles like yes you who have, need help yes and of course to a certain degree i mean you know they're 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 making a lot of money off of it so you know the the, the people involved perhaps yes. so like you know they're they're dumb like a fox in some ways perhaps but oh uh, by the way there actually is one more oh yeah and this is not for the kids one more bless i have oh, okay and i i haven't done a video game in a while oh yeah but yeah, yeah. there's a video game called outlast and there's two of oh, them oh yes and it takes place in a uh in an abandoned mental facility mm. uh in the mountains of colorado and it is the scariest thing i have ever done you don't have a gun you're not shooting things yeah you can only just hide in the dark and run and so if you want to talk about visceral art with monsters yeah. 
this one. Oh boy, not for the kids again. Yep. But if you are a discerning adult who likes to be <laughs> scared and stay up all night after playing a game, and I played this with my wife, it's one of my favorite things to, to do. Yeah. And she would, she wanted me to play it because we just sit there and just, just scream together. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's a, you know, it's, it's a, a good real... bonding experience for husband <laughs> exactly. and wife. We'll be terrified together. Yeah, so those are my blessings and curses. Sorry. Okay, I'm truly done now. Awesome. Well, you took a lot of ones that I would have done particularly uh, signs. No, no, that's fine. You can do that. That's I, I you allow me to jump in. So that's totally now you gotta be fine. even more creative. Exactly. I have to be so much more creative. Um, I will say first, first of all, one of my favorite alien films is Independence Day. And I've never seen it. I wasn't allowed I, to. I really, really recommend it. On the one hand, it's you know cheesy Hollywood blockbuster mm-hmm. fun. On the other hand, it's really well-made, cheesy Hollywood blockbuster fun, and I like that. I've got to ask my parents why I wasn't allowed to watch that when it came out. I mean, there was a lot of I have swearing. a bone to pick There's with them. I mean, well, yes, we'll have to figure out. <laughs> but, like, I mean, it's Pete Will Smith. You know, nice. Pete Will Smith saying, you know, punching, you know, kicking an alien saying, Welcome to Earth. That's you, cool. <laughs> yeah. How did I miss out on this? Right? I'm angry. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a kind of, you know, like, sort of, there's some fun stuff like, you know, there, it was one of the few first movies, you know, watching growing up, I got to watch where it was okay to be like, like they deal with the conflict of, do we, you know, be violent towards our invaders or do we Mm. welcome them in peace? And it was one of the first ones that kind of said, no, sometimes you do have to actually smash the aliens and, you know, and like not... You know, there, and for thirteen-year-old boys everywhere, we're like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, we don't have to feel so morally inferior to people coming to see us. Like, I've watched Day the Earth stood still, so I like, you know, I like that. But they deal with that conflict, and so there's mm. enough conflict in there of different ideologies and politics and stuff like that to give it some meat, but then really ramming into the fun of it. So if you want a really just a fun thing, it's always good to go back back and rewatch Independence Day. I'm gonna have to now. Yeah, you have to do. Yeah, definitely. Then also um, another one, recent one. A new film on Disney Plus, the new Phineas and Ferb movie, Candace nice. Against the Universe. And it's like, it's... Cartoons it's, making an appearance. Cartoons back again. No, and it's 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 got a good character arc. It's cool. got good jokes all throughout. It's exactly everything you would want from, you know, a TV movie of a great animated show. And it's so much more family friendly than that last. It's so much more. <laughs> and even Independence Day. But no, again, they also use... The aliens as a way of exploring human dynamics and a way of giving perspective in a simple way that you can in a simple way exactly Very exactly cool. and it's like you know I've enjoyed it more than many other movies I've seen this year <laughs> that were for adults so it was a lot of fun I definitely recommend it and if you have Disney Plus just definitely and you haven't checked it out yet I don't know what you're doing with your life um, and it has not, good jokes has good jokes did you see a kids Paul? Movie. speaking of alien movies I did not see Paul have in, you seen Paul no I'm gonna go ahead and curse it just because it looks <laughs> I didn't see it it just looks stupid fair enough fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Wait, uh, real quick. What about King Kong Godzilla? I've not seen it. You haven't seen the old King Kongs? I have not seen it. The no. black and whites? I've seen, oh, I've seen God, the first Godzilla. First Godzilla was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. But I haven't seen the original King Kong. I should I do did. that. Did it you was, like it? You know, it was, I think it was kind of a uh, world change at the time. It was interesting. It left a, an impression on me as a kid, so. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. So, if thank you very much for joining us. If anybody has any discussions or ideas on this topic that you did think we didn't cover please let us know if people want to contact you contact you uh how would they do that well, first Clarkson, i'll tell sir. them how they can contact us you can go to the overthinkerjournal.com write us a message tell us how we were wrong tell us how we were right we like those better yes um, we do <laughs> uh but leave us a message 
Uh, go over there. It's a lot of fun. We have things you can figure out. You can find out more about us, what we're up to, what we're doing, events when the lockdown is done. We're going to be posting and doing live things. So please head over to overthinkerjournal.com. You can write us there. Also, if you want to get in touch with the community and be a part of the discussions we're having, the fun jokes and memes we were posting, and everyone getting on these great questions that we're all answering and having a blast, we have a community called The Overthinkers, and it's on Facebook. It's a private group. We'd love for you to join, especially if you're someone who likes these big questions. So please join. We would love to have you there. We're having a blast. Um, also, again, I'll say this again. If you enjoy this podcast, please share with a friend and please leave us a review. That means so much to us. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to nathanclarkson.me. Uh, you can check out all my stuff, what I'm doing, and my words, and uh, leave me a message. That's always fun. Please, I love hearing from you. And you can also find me on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Search my name, Nathan Clarkson. Joseph, how can people find you? People can reach me at all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And you can find me also at my website, josephholmstudios.com. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining. And remember, if it's worth thinking about, it's worth overthinking about. <laughs>